Hello and welcome to Tracks, episode 14. My lucky number. And mine. I'm Tim. I'm Harry. And we are here today, back in my house, and we are talking about, uh, sort of about football, because we're a bit obsessed with football, <laughs> us two. But this episode comes out slap bang in the middle of the first week of the Euros. For people who don't know what the Euros are, what are they, Harry? Um, it's the European Championship, so it's all the international teams in Europe, or the ones that have qualified, get together in a tournament and play until the best one wins it all. Until Germany wins. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, it's in France. It's taking place right now. We are recording this a couple of days before it all kicks off. Mm-hmm. The excitement is building for us. Uh, but don't worry, this isn't going to be a us chatting about football podcast. We're imagining that we are having a little football day party. Yeah. And that is going to start with some just fun barbecue type of songs. Then I can imagine we have a little game of FIFA, which is going <laughs> to, I'm realising now, is quite football <laughs> But we're going to talk about music from FIFA, not the game FIFA. Yeah. And then we're going to pick a pre-match song. And then we're going to pick a post-match song. Yep. That is how this is going to go. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. So Harry, another week, another podcast. But the big question is, do you have a musical highlight? I do. Um, I'm still coping with losing something yesterday. Something that's quite dear to me. Your pride? I lost that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say dignity either, because that's gone. Um, no, Virginity. I, I, that's gone too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about this. <laughs> if you come to the live podcast, you'll get Harry's virginity story. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> no. Um, so... A series that I finished yesterday was Friday Night Lights. And I feel like American listeners will understand or know what I'm talking about. Some might not. Basically, it is an, a high school American football dramatization. Okay. Um, so, I, like I've said to you, and you've picked up on, kind of think the OC kind of thing, but in... Dillon, Texas, I believe Dillon is a made-up place, and yeah, you just follow high school footballers and their friends and family, and the most amazing couple in the world, coach and his wife, the Taylors. Okay, he's quite famous, the guy who plays the coach, isn't he? Yes. Um, I wish I had his name. <laughs> I think it's Kyle. He's from um, Bloodlines, I know that. Yeah, which I've I've considered watching just because I miss <laughs> the whole series already. Bloodlines is brilliant. I highly recommend that. Okay. I've never watched the programme you're talking about, but Bloodlines. Now there's a show. <laughs> He's called Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler and Connie Britton. Um, Eric and Tammy Taylor. They're the dream team, right? They are wonderful. I, I honestly, like, basically... So, all these different stories unfold throughout the series and stuff. 
just norm up oh, this will get on some music <laughs> but so far we're reviewing friday night lights um these two people can pretty much help anybody that comes to them okay so young people their friends people in their family their children their children's friends everybody goes to them for help and I think that's why I absolutely love them so much. And I'm so sad that the whole thing is finished. Because you wish you could go to them with your problems. Yes. Because <laughs> he would sort me out and I could play for his team. I'd be QB1. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, anyway. So, a number of reasons why I love this show. I love the way it looks, the camera work, the lighting. But the music is sensational. Um like we've mentioned in the past with uh, Breaking Bad and the scene the scene the final <laughs> scene we won't um, say what happens obviously no but um, you know we've said that it might not be the same if the if the right wrong song was over the top or whatever and I feel like they get this all the time I would love to know who the music supervisor is for this whole series I'm sure it changes actually because there's five series Finished in 2011 as well, so it's been, yeah. it's been a I while. Mean, with American shows, they might, but I don't know. If they're onto a good thing early on, you do sometimes get people staying through. Mm. I know that the show was actually, I think, dropped after two years, and they had to go and fund it themselves to carry on. And now it's a cult, like, viewing. It, they have... It's a cult. <laughs> it's a cult. <laughs> it's funded. Um, so, I could be here for ages listing off who kind of makes an appearance in this. So you've got Dan Auerbach is the guitarist from Black Keys. Um, so he's got a song in it. Sushan Stevens. I don't know how to say his name properly. Um, Band of Skulls. Jose Gonzalez. Uh, the Roots. Uh, the Black Keys themselves. It's just an absolute... Feast for the ears. Feast for the ears. Uh, Jonestown... Was it uh, Massacre? Brian Jonestown Brian Massacre. Jonestown Massacre. And Adele. <laughs> so it's got everybody in it. Um, and they just use the music so well in this. It goes, I, my heart crushed when the show ended. Because it's amazing. And they ended on, interestingly enough, I think in the last episode or the one before, uh, Devil Town by Bright Eyes, which I straight away recognised because we talked about Daniel Johnston just the other day. Mm-hmm. Was it the last episode, actually? Episode before last. Indeed it was. And so this song was playing at this very pivotal moment for the town of Dylan. And my uh, gut-wrenching. <laughs> and I was just I re- remember the song as well, so I had a little bit more so investment in it. So it's a cover. It's it. a Daniel Johnson cover. It is a Daniel Johnson cover, yeah. Um, but it was brilliant. So that is what I'm going for. I think this song... Like I said, played at a pivotal moment, and it's a great song to kind of sum up maybe how you'd feel, maybe from what I've said, what you think a song for this kind of show would be. And uh, so I'm going for Devil Town by Daniel Johnston, but this version is Bright Eyes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was living in a devil town. Didn't know it was a devil town 
Oh Lord, it really brings me down about the devil town. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire. Well, I need to go to the bathroom because I'm upset and I need to dry my eyes. Mate. Bright eyes burning like my <laughs> Tim, before I weep, tell me the highlight of your week. My highlight of the week uh, is a bit more upbeat than yours. <laughs> I feel like you just seem so sad that this program has come I to an end. I just had to mention it because... Yeah. I know what you mean. I've uh, I've had moments in the past where I've got to the end of a series and just thought, what what do you do now? What the hell's the point anymore? I've watched so That's many over. videos of them all talking about stuff on YouTube, just like behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> just trying yeah, to you do start doing grab that. onto anything that's left. Yeah, I remember when I... Actually, it wasn't the final series of Dexter, because by the time that finished, I was done with yeah. that stupid program. But <laughs> probably like when series six finished, and I had to wait for the next one. I went and bought the DVDs and was just like, I'm going to watch all the extras and all everything. Because <laughs> I just loved it so much. Uh, yeah. Did it, But it's nice that it sounds like it ended uh, in a way that you wanted more instead of just... Yeah, everything um, ended well, I guess, for everybody. <gasps> Spoiler. Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> back to Possibly me. Possibly not. My highlight of the week is... A band being back, returning from what I had certainly assumed, probably because I wasn't totally engaged with it, but basically assumed that were gone for good. Mm. One of the very, very first records I ever bought. I've When people say, what was your first album? What, what did you buy first? I don't know what it was. I know what the first three were, and I don't know what order they came in. But when I first got a sort of boombox type thing for maybe my, uh, I'm going to say like 8th or ninth birthday. I had a Foo Fighters album because mm. I liked the Learn to Fly song. Yeah. I had a Robbie Williams album. I think mainly because he was dressed as a footballer on the front cover. Okay. I think it was called Sing When You're Winning. Yeah. And I liked the video where he was like dressed up as a racing car driver. A racing car. <laughs> he was dressed up as a racing car. Um, and I had the Avalanches, Since I Left You, their first and to date only album. Oh, wow. And I absolutely loved it. And it had kind of... Occasionally you hear the song Since I Left You, occasionally you hear Frontier Psychiatrist kind of knocking around, but generally speaking it had kind of left my consciousness. Yeah. And then last week they popped back up with a new song, and a new song that is, in a funny way, it reminds me of um, when you were into Floridada by yeah. Animal Collective, purely because when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is really weird, and I don't know if I like it or not, and then yeah. it just kind of grew on me, and I think it is weird, there is no getting away from the fact that it's weird, but avalanches were always weird. Yeah. Um, were they maybe a bit ahead of their time then? Maybe is that why they didn't carry on, or...? I think I'm not exactly what, sure what the reason they didn't carry on is. Although I, um, when I was reading about them this week, I did see that apparently this new album, 
called Wildfire, which is now due for release this year, mm. which this this song comes from. Apparently, they've been working on it on and off since 2005. So obviously, it came out in 2000, so there's still a five-year hiatus with nothing, presumably. I think they did a load of live stuff. But uh, it's like five years with no intention of a new album, then 11 years to make a new album. God knows when they started making Since I Left You, probably the 60s or something. Mm. But um, not only am I now super excited for the new album, which features... We're getting sort of drip-fed bits of information. I believe today, I haven't actually listened to them yet, but I think there was a bit of a leak of uh, some samples from each song. So you can now go through and listen to various bits of each track from the new album. But it features people like uh, Jonathan Donahue, who's from uh, Flaming Lips and Mercury Rev. Uh, it's got Father John Misty on it. It's got Toro I Moi. Uh, it's got Warren Ellis. It's got loads of kind of cool, interesting yeah. artists. They're, I suppose, yeah. I suppose, like you said, they were a bit ahead of their time because there's loads of sampling and loads of layering and stuff like that. And I think maybe wasn't quite as prominent in kind of dance, electro kind of music at mm. that time. But then again, I was so young, I don't really know. I'm I could don't be know making much it about up. Them. And I, I find it quite fascinating that this kind of band. Do you know if they kind of were huge when their album came out and stuff. I think the album was really big, and right. from what I understand now, it's kind of... Uh, it's in a funny way similar to Friday Night Lights. It's kind of got a cult following, a cult yeah. status now. Whether or not it did at the time, like I say, I was nine. It was. It just reminds me a bit of... It's not quite the same, but the Stone Roses, who had a, an incredible first album, they would... People don't even think about the second album because yeah. it just wasn't up to standard. Uh, and they haven't obviously didn't do anything for a long, long time. And it's quite similar, I guess, that they're a band that made a record that were huge. Yeah. But I haven't heard of the Avalanches. I do know the song. We played it recently. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to hear it again because I haven't heard it since then. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other thing that I really like about it, and I've I thought about this week while I was uh, kind of doing all this research is uh, especially this year we seem to have loads of like surprise releases yeah. things just kind of appear out of nowhere and you don't have this kind of uh, waiting period where you get really excited about a project and you read everything you can read about and it's like, oh, I just cannot wait to get this album you know I I very often go and uh, look at uh, record stores online and see what's coming out each week and there's just mm. so much to listen to it's like you're on this kind of constant conveyor belt of all this new stuff if like me you like to listen to music you've never heard before um, and even yesterday or the day before yesterday when we were recording Six Music had a new music day mm. where everything was like by new emerging artists I, it's just like hours and hours of this stuff it's like oh my god I think all these um, people it's amazing because at the beginning of the year I was looking through what was you know due for release this year yeah and I was thinking, you know, there's nothing I'm really too excited about. But before you know it, because I didn't know Lemonade was dropping, so that appeared, Radiohead appears, James Blake just drops his album with about a day's notice of it coming out. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this. Just yeah. every other week there seems to be something happening. Yeah. But I like the fact that I'm getting all these... I'm getting drip-fed this, and I'm getting more and more excited for it. I feel like... Uh, 
when it's cool that we get all these surprise releases and you kind of get all this new stuff all the time but it's also kind of nice to have that anticipation and this is i think i don't think it's due out until sort of mid-summer the new album so there is going to be a bit of a waiting period but i'm bloody excited to hear the record and we're gonna now listen to a little bit of frankie sinatra oh frankie sinatra uh it's brilliant i love it and if if you're listening to this and you hear the little clip we're gonna play and you think oh my god what the hell is that listen to it a few more times it'll get in your head and you'll love it <laughs> I know what you mean about the um, Florida and I kind of thing. Yeah, but not I, in I th- the. I think this is definitely less weird, more acceptable. Yeah, but just the fact that like uh, obviously it's got two two rappers doing verses on it. I can't think of many uh, backing tracks for rappers that have like a tuba. Is it a tuba? The big. <laughs> It's like, very um, swing, electro swing kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't really know what the name for that is, that kind of music. Maybe it is swing. Mm. But, um, and the you know, judging from the old album, it, it wasn't all that kind of stuff. It reminds me of like a circus or something. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't watched the video in full, but I think there's some like circus imagery it's from in there like as well. creepy Disney film in it. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I just love it. I just think it's weird. And uh, I'm really excited for the for the new album. So that is my musical highlight of, of the week. week. <laughs> we didn't know we were going to do that. No, although we did give each other very specific <laughs> eye contact. Like, of say it too. <laughs> uh, maybe that'll be a running thing. Yeah. Right, we're having a break. We're See you break. on part two. On part two. You did at the same time. <laughs> no one knows what we did at the same time. <laughs> I tried to talk at the same time. So picture the scene, Harry. The sun is shining. In good old Blighty, the Euros are underway, and you've invited your pals round. <laughs> Hello, pals. All your pals. Uh, you've greeted them at the door with a pina colada. Really? I don't know. What do you greet people with at parties? Um, Either a beer or some champers. Or... Champers? Any... Yeah, are there any French drinks? Some Ferrero Rocher? Yeah, a, a mountain uh, of Ferrero Rocher and a Cronenberg. Okay, or a Stella. I'll Archers. be well happy with that. Yeah, Ferrero Rocher and a Cronenberg. That's the dream. <laughs> I like a Cronenberg. It's my drink of choice. It is. Sadly, 
Yeah, in in a can. Tenar. Very good. When we go and see Lord Karner, we definitely need to take some tinnies of Cronenberg. Cantonar Cronenbergs. Yeah. Look! Your dad will be proud! <laughs> um, right, so... You greeted them with a Cronenberg and a Ferrero Rocher. They're mooching about. Everyone's having a little chat. You have to play a song. You need Ooh. songs at a barbecue. A pre-match barbie. You oh, do. I forgot. To, did I forget to say you're having a barbie? Yeah. You're cooking up some burgers. If you can get the barbecue going. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, some meats on the go. <laughs> you think I was going to go into the story? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so you said we... I know. Some meat's on the go. <laughs> like we had a barbecue recently and we couldn't get the small two-pound barbecues going. Yeah. I'm, I now <laughs> We're re- all really sad. <laughs> I now realise why you didn't go into the story, because it's rubbish. <laughs> the the grand finale of this story is uh, Tim went and bought some fire lighters and it then lit. Yeah. I like the way that I referred to myself in the third person. <laughs> yeah. Tim went and bought the fire lighters. I've got such an underwhelming name for that, though. Like Zlatan, when he talks about himself in the third person, it sounds all dramatic and exciting. Mm. Zlatan does this. <laughs> or Cristiano Ronaldo, he's like, you need a team of ten Cristiano Ronaldos. <laughs> Tim went and bought some fire lighters. <laughs> and suddenly, fire. <laughs> but he's, uh, a, he's a caveman. We um, will not have silly little barbecues of this. No, there's a big old grill. There's this loads of people. This is a gas grill. And they're all chanting England songs. Yeah. But what, what are you going to play? Okay. So, I've got a song in mind, Tim. Yeah. What is it? No. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> you must reveal. Uh, a long, long time ago, when This Is England was on telly, there was a moment when they were all outside and they were at a barbecue. Funnily enough. Yeah. And my mind went back to this scene. Because this is England, about to win the Euros. Yeah. And it's also a good programme. Yeah. Um, so I went for... Fool's Gold. Fool's <laughs> By Gold. Stone Roses. And it's a brilliant song, and I can guarantee you... Play that at a gathering. At least one person is getting up, and they are... More than ready for the game now. They're jigging. They're jigging. They're jiving. They're jigging. They're jiving. <laughs> I don't know. But they are ready now. We're 80. <laughs> we're jigging and we're jiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's my French laugh. <laughs> le poisson, le poisson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't do that now. So yeah, Stone Roses, Fool's Gold. Get ready to jig and drive. (laughs) (laughs) As Ant and Deg did not say. Oh, shit. 
good. I jigged and jived. And that's got me a little bit more prepared for the day. Yeah. The day ahead. But I feel like there's something you would like to play that would get you even oh, yeah. more prepared. Because, I mean, despite the fact that we are at your barbecue, mm. editors know, I hope there's like some barbecue sounds going on in the background through all this. Obviously. Do you know me? <laughs> oh my, it's not even cooked. What the hell? It's all yeah, I hope you, inside. I hope you've <laughs> recorded loads of yourself in the background for it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> I, I burnt the roof of my mouth. Someone put the paddling pool out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who are all these people? <laughs> 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 So yeah, we don't need to put the noises in. We've made them all there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, despite the fact that it's your party that yeah. I'm attending, I'm a guy who likes to just try and take over and play his own music. Okay. Uh, there's one song that sprung to mind when I was thinking of a sunny day at a barbecue, which I always like listening to in the sun. It's by one of my favourite rap smiths. <laughs> Theophilus London, Theophilus London. I'm not. I'm never quite sure how to say it. Theophilus, Theophilus London. Yeah, never heard of them. It's a man. It's okay. a what? It's a singular man. Uh, well, he says. Thing is, he always says it in an American accent. So he's got a. He's got a song where he literally tells you how to pronounce this. It says, "Last name London, third name Theophilus, Theophilus." Theophilus, but he's I don't... American, is he? Yeah. I think he's from New York. Uh, but he's very cool. He's very tall and thin, and he looks excellent. He's always nicely dressed. He's a very cool guy. Does kind of Kanye-esque Twitter rants. Is this a new... No, not really. Artist on the block? No, not really. I found him uh, many years ago when I think I was in college, hmm. and he, um, he had a song called Humdrum Town, which used a, a Smith's sample... And his first mixtape was called This Charming Mixtape. So I was like, oh, this is an American rapper who likes the Smiths. This is cool. And I got really into him then. And I've kind of followed his career through. But this song is called Rio. It features the Menahan Street Band. And I just think it's super summery. I really like them. And I think you'll really like this. And I think this is going to just take our little barbecue to the next level. So let's play a little bit. If you want to build a home When the season's fairly warm Some birds that sing this song So that's my pick. I feel like it's summery af, mate. It's very summery. Did you enjoy it? That was your first listen to that song. It's very summery. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> that's all I can say. All you have to say, man. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, that's really good. It had that kind of um, childish Gambino esque. I like his voice and stuff. I kept hearing a bit of 
him slash Frank Ocean, but that's because it's kind of a smooth R&B kind of singing voice. Yeah, he's got um, other kind of heavier tracks mm-hmm. where he, you know, it's rapping rather than singing, but mm-hmm. he's a talented guy and a cool guy. I'm interested to listen to more of him. You'll definitely like him. He is right up your street, which is, it did take me back a little bit when you said you didn't know of him because knowing your taste, he is it. Okay. He's on my street. Yeah. He's up your street. How do you say street in French? El street. I'm not even sure it's L. That's Spanish, right? Yeah, I know. Le. La street. La street. We don't know. <laughs> La Ville. Ville. Villeneuve. Jacques Villeneuve. I don't know. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Jacques Villeneuve? Is he like he an old man? When he said, I don't know, you really didn't know. <laughs> but he stayed in character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this, we should probably cut out the uh, the French accents now because just because it's a French tournament doesn't mean we need to offend an entire nation. <laughs> We're not offending anyone. I used, I used to like it in uh, Soccer AM when there was something when Tim Lovejoy was on Soccer AM back in the good old days when a French player did something good he would shout Monge du chaise longe petit pois <laughs> <laughs> what does that all mean? I don't know what monge du means monge du is like monge du is like yeah Chaise longe is like the sofa which doesn't have one arm. Yeah. And then Petit Poir is peas again. <laughs> peas, sofa, peas. <laughs> um, so, people are in a good mood. They've heard some good songs. You know, the, in, the, in the playlist there will be more than two, but we won't go into the whole playlist we have. <laughs> yeah, we don't just loop those two songs for an hour. Right, it's the next part. But, it is the next part. We're moving on to phase two of Harry Euro Barbecue. Yeah. And if your guys like us, which everyone at our barbecue is, because no one not like us gets invited. Um, before watching a big football match, it's sometimes nice to pretend to play that football match on the PlayStation with or a, Xbox. Or Xbox with a cheeky game of FIFA. Oh, yeah. And I feel like we'll do a full episode on this one day because if, like us, you've absolutely grown up with FIFA from the time you're about five until now and continue to play it way more than you should as a grown adult. Yeah. I was five when I technically had, I think, FIFA 98. I obviously didn't play when I was five. Yeah. But, yeah. Cancel on my fingers there. That is five years from birth. Yeah. So, FIFA has been a part of our lives for a long time. And it's always got a great soundtrack. Incredible. I learn about so many new things. It has been better in the past, certainly, when I've looked at like FIFA 08, 07. I don't know. I feel like the songs from this year will just be classics to you. So. I just know that I showed somebody, I said to them, FIFA gets their playlists right all the time. And then I sat down and played them, I think, FIFA 2014 playlist. And I realised quickly, while <laughs> watching their faces, they are all not great songs. <laughs> unless you... Yeah. But when you're playing FIFA, you're in such a blissful yeah. place. 
that you have no worries in the world until you lose and then you've got all the worries in the world. Have you ever kind of been humming along to a song from FIFA and then you'll see somebody will start humming with you? Yeah. And not even humming. You both know all the lyrics to the songs. Yeah, I've had I've had all of these instances. I've been in I've been in the car with my girlfriend where they've been like, A new song by blah 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 and it's come on and I've started singing and she's looking at me, I'm like, FIFA song. <laughs> I've been in a club where a weird song played and I was singing it and a guy next to me was also singing it and we gave each other a knowing look like FIFA song <laughs> <laughs> like just FIFA songs man yeah. FIFA songs get everywhere and everyone loves a FIFA song and when you hear it out of context it can be quite disconcerting for a bit and then actually you just think oh it's a FIFA song mm. so as we're pre-match having a quick quick little game of FIFA a quick we're both going to pick a, a FIFA song. <laughs> yep. So, what FIFA song are you going for? I wonder if I can say FIFA song more times in this <laughs> link. <laughs> FIFA song, FIFA song, FIFA song. The episode will be called this. It won't. Um, I've had a real trouble. A real trouble with uh, choosing... Trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. I really have. I mean, I've literally just changed my mind in the last seconds. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, there are so many to choose from. It's it's ridiculous. And yeah. we'll get into the kind of the big songs that FIFA kind of had. Yeah. Um, but here is a song that I'm choosing. I like the um, album cover. So that's one reason. Also, because I remember when... This, I don't know what FIFA it's from, but um, when this song, I heard this one, I think it's FIFA 08, that was when I was kind of getting into music and stuff, and I remember trying to get into this band, which is Data Rock. Data Rock, yeah. And what a nerdy name. Yeah, getting the album and not being, I was just like, not really up for it. Yeah. But um, the song is Fa 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 by Data Rock, and it's a tune. It's a huge tune. Barbecue. Get yourselves ready for this one. to rock that was good I it was enjoyed good. that memories I, all alone in the moonlight I don't know if that's the words <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> it does bring back memories though that's what's so funny I I felt um, what like 15 16 listening to that again yeah so my track my FIFA track comes from the new one I haven't gone as far back as you have that's okay. Because I did not have the time. <laughs> um, I've gone for Bio. Vampire Weekend's Chris Bio. Yep. Vampire Weekend, one of my favourite bands ever. He's one of the coolest guys going. And he brought out a solo project this year. And one of his songs 
Sister of Pearl is on this year's FIFA and I absolutely love it a dime for people who don't know it's kind of a I don't know like poppy kind of he says it's a Bowie and Brian Ferry influence track obviously the name is a reference to Brian Ferry mother of Pearl right um yeah I don't even really know what to compare it to this is where I become rubbish because I'm sure there are some songs that are a bit like it but Mm. it feels quite unique to me so I'm just going to go ahead and play it and say, this is a great FIFA tune. You look like you had something to say there. I was just thinking of a jang- jangly pop. I just kept saying it in my head lots of times. Jingly jangly. Jingly jangly. <laughs> Jolene and the jing jang jong. <laughs> that tune so much I think that's just brilliant I could listen to that all day long and just listening to that then with the thought in my head that I don't really know what to compare this to the chorus is actually really kind of 80s cheesy pop isn't it yeah it sounds like um, something that would be paid in like the Napoleon Dynamite and his vocal is that kind of put on deep (laughs) yeah but then he's got bits where he goes high as well and the album he goes high quite a lot actually I haven't heard the album that one's great. Really? He's great. I just love him. I feel like... I Can feel you like shine I... some light on... I know some of them are doing separate projects, and one of them has left, right? Yep. But Vampire Weekend is still a band. Vampire Weekend are still very much a band, and... See, so yeah, I think... I think, um... You're right. His name is, uh... Rostam. Rostam something. Rostam Football Club. <laughs> He's left Vampire Weekend to go to the new Olympic Stadium. <laughs> Rustam Rington. Uh, <laughs> rather, rather, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I thought you were making a West Ham joke. I was. That, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, now, he's left, but from what I understand, he has already worked on some albums for the... Some, al- some songs for the new album, and I think he will be featuring quite heavily on this, okay. and apparently con- continues to work with Ezra Koenig. Uh... But like all, always with Vampire Weekend, they take a long time over their new stuff. Yeah. They give you very little. And like you say, because members have gone off and done their own solo stuff, I do feel like this might be an even longer wait. Although it must have been ages since Modern Vampires now. It, I was in the second year of uni, 100%. So... I love them so much that like two, a year... It's only after three to four... Four max? You say only, though. Actually, three max. It's, that's still quite a long time. I'm so impatient for it. I just... I I need them back. I hate it when there's not new Vampire Weekend stuff. Yeah. I absolutely adore that band. Well... My life is much worse when there's not new Vampire Weekend stuff. Possibly a subject for another podcast, but do you often wonder 
the bands you really like, whether they're going to keep going. Because I, I think about bands that my dad would have liked, has liked in the past, and obviously they stopped being a band at some point. Yeah. The Beatles, I mean, the biggest band ever, and my dad had to go through them splitting up and them dying, um, some of them. And I sometimes I look at the Maccabees and I'm like, please don't ever quit. <laughs> or yeah. Like the Bombay Bicycle Club, somebody that I grew up with, um, listening to anyway, I they've stopped. They've they said they're taking a hiatus, but yeah. it seems like it's an indefinite. But I like, suppose what what I don't like the idea of is uh, bands I love just like staying there because they feel like it. no, not that they can stay there as long as they want. I mean, really? what, are you what I say? as in like I I wouldn't like there to be no new stuff coming from bands I like. So say for example, Vampire Weekend. Yeah. As long as those humans are still doing stuff, I'm kind of quite happy with that. Yeah. It's like you hear about bands who like used to be famous and now they work in like a post office or something. It's like, oh, that's... I don't want my guys to be doing that. My guys are going to be famous forever. But they're not, obviously. Like, I mean, what do you think Johnny Burrell from Razorlight is doing right now? Not that I'm a Razorlight fan. Mm. Like, a big Razorlight fan, I mean. It's a really good question. Like... What is he doing? I feel like he's not in the music industry at all. I feel no. like he works in like a cafe. He's probably just watching The Office right now. Yeah. The US For like one. the ninth time. Yeah. I reckon he's well bored. Yeah. And he's thinking, why was I such a knob? Why was I wearing white jeans all the time? Nothing good was ever going to come of that. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> he's looking into his wardrobe full writing. of white jeans. Do he's still writing? Somehow that's even more sad though, isn't it? I feel yeah. like I hope he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have another tune. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He's, he's just, just uploading onto SoundCloud through a he's different going through, He's going through every country in the world. He's done America. He's like, oh my life, watching Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a weird thought. It's a weird thought that... Uh, there's very, very few exceptions to the rule that, like, rock stars eventually just aren't really rock stars anymore mm. and I hate the phrase rock stars but you know what I mean like you I can definitely see Arctic Monkeys in their 60s coming back and doing a thing I don't think Alex Turner will ever go away though no and I don't think anyone will ever know the rest of them's names anyway so <laughs> I know it's Jamie Matt yeah um, but what I mean is bass player Alex Turner will always be Involved in kind of major music, he's. I think he's a bit of a Damon Albarn. Yeah, you know he'll have side projects and solo stuff and, and stuff, yeah, and whatever forever. Because a lot will go. Into, it's like footballers who always go into punditry and stuff like that. Yeah. There are a lot of radio shows or something somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apple Music. Yeah, <laughs> stealing our jobs. <laughs> We well, you're off swanning about in bands. We're here doing podcasts. Yeah. Stop trying to uh, get in on our stuff. On our territory. We're not, we're not headlining Glastonbury next year. That's what you think. <laughs> it's going to be a new podcast stage and we are. Not next year, but this year. Anyway, we have got completely distracted and forgotten that we have guests. Yeah. Here. Sorry, guys. At our Euros barbecue. Are there any ribs? Uh, there's there, there'll be some ribs later on. Um, Are there any burgers? <laughs> Where's the vegetarian? <laughs> Go away! <laughs> Get out! 
But not only have we forgotten about our guests, we've forgotten that kickoff for England Wales is fast approaching because that is the closest game to the release date. Yeah. It's weird that by the time this comes out, we will know whether England are already failing and have lost to Russia. <laughs> anyway, the game is fast approaching. Kickoff is fast approaching. And we need a pre match song. We need to get pumped. We need to get buzzed. Let's get pumped. We need to get in the zone. <laughs> Harry, what are you playing to get me ready for 90 minutes of stress? And heartache. And sweat. So, you've again made me quickly change my mind within seconds. I did no such thing. You have done this to yourself. No. It's the uh, pressure of hosting, of, right? I mean... You reminded me of a song that I told you about the other day, which I definitely wanted to play. Yeah. Because it is one of my favourite songs of... We just realised... FIFA World Cup 2010. And 10. South Africa. South Africa. That is a long time ago. So bloody When you long. said 10, that just made me feel weird. Yeah. Um, so, this song came out uh, at that time. And the name of this person is Kanan. Kanan. K-N-A-A-N. Kanan. Yeah. The song is called Waving Flag. June. And it, it, I remember it being on the, talking about FIFA, the FIFA World Cup game. <laughs> I remember it. Harry's still playing FIFA in the corner <laughs> on his own. It's on here too. Uh, I remember that song from that, the first time I heard it, I think. Yep. And then listening to that like every day, especially being in, in a, because the World Cup is like the, uh, when you get in the mood for it, watching oh. football every single day for like a month, it's incredible. It's the best thing. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> the last World Cup, I had just moved out of home for the first time. And just as we were settling in, we got the group stage of the World Cup, where I got to watch three full 90-minute matches every single day for two full weeks. Not working. They didn't... It was Brazil, so they didn't start till, like, five, five o'clock. Oh, yeah. It was brilliant. I watched so much football. I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> um, this song will get you in the mood for whether it's the Euros, whether it's just waving stuff. Whether it's dancing and romancing. Yeah. Or just having a boogie in general or just loving thy neighbour. Um, <laughs> this is K9 with Waving Flag. watching the video just thinking oh i hate people who don't like football because it just it brings you together (laughs) 
It brings me together and also into pieces. <laughs> so good. Oh, I bloody love it. I got so excited listening to that. Yeah. Amazing. What a good shout. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, I'm going to ruin the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting really excited. You've got them all G'd up. And, um, Baz, this is a music podcast. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to issue. Is that the word? Issue. There's something, a word a bit like that, where it's like, issue? I'm going to reject. Not issue. It's like, issue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a so word. close. <laughs> issue and issue. There's a word, something like that, where it's like, I'm going to reject this anyway. <laughs> we have obvious songs that we could play, such as uh, Right Here, Right Now. A bit of Fat Boys then. Clubfoot, Kasabian. Down and down and now. Pump it up, Black Eyed Peas. Pump it up. Or... The most obvious for the current occasion, three lines. Yeah. But what I'm going to go for is I'm going to go back to my roots and my loves. And I feel like I've talked about my love for Manchester United on this podcast, mm. but I haven't mm. maybe. <laughs> I haven't maybe talked about my other love and... A love which has brought me so much happiness in my life, which is York City. Not currently, though. Uh, no, because they're <laughs> shit. <laughs> we just got relegated this year. But yeah. I am a huge, huge York City fan, which interestingly, for listeners might like to know, I also recruited Harry into being because he spent Sunday in a pair of York City shorts. So, yeah. And I've seen the badge for the last like couple of days, just wandering around. Have you been wearing them still? No. Oh. Well, just, the shorts have just been wandering around on their own. I hold them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but York have a... Not a huge... York as a city does not have a huge musical history. But we have one particular band who are from York and whom we love very much. And they're called Shed 7, who I think I've talked about to you before, not on the podcast. But uh, they're kind of a 90s Britpoppy type band. Brilliant. I've been seeing them before live. I love them. I love them so much. But I'm not totally... I can't honestly say if I wasn't a York City fan, I would love them. There's so many kind of experiences attached to them. Mm. And the interesting thing about York is that we have a Shed 7 song as our anthem. Because there are, there are boys. They're York fans. We love them. There's a Shed 7 song called Going for Gold, which you would think you would think would be our anthem, but it's not. Because we're such a miserable team who has never really achieved anything. We have a song called Chasing Rainbows, which is our anthem. And it's perfect for England also. Because we are also chasing rainbows. We want to win this Euros. But realistically, we're not going to because we're crap at football so I'm going to play a song that takes me back to being at Wembley Stadium belting this out at the top of my lungs watching York waiting for them to inevitably lose in the playoff final or the FA Trophy final this is Shed 7 it's Chasing Rainbows This thing's an I regret 
So, we've, we're now watching the game, I guess. Kick off. Kick off. Moments that... away. Yeah. And the game is going. Scholes. And Scholes gets forward. He's got Heskey on for the pass. England are in again. It's Emil Heskey! The crowd are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. It is now. The game's over. Win, lose or draw. The one inevitability is that the game will at some point be over. Yeah. And you have to know what to play at that moment. It's, uh... You've got all these people in your house. They could be distraught. They could be elated. And I apologise to uh, listeners from other countries, by the way, because we want you all to do well. Yeah. But we can't help a bit of bias here. <laughs> we want our lads, our brave lads. Our lads. Our lions. Our brave lions. Our lovely lions. <laughs> we want them to do well. Yeah. So, you're picking a song. Does your song assume that it's all gone well or it's all gone wrong? I've gone down the route of the boys being pretty darn annoyed. The whistle's gone. And we lost. Hmm. And we're out of the cut. Oh. <laughs> and it's two more years to the next one. Yep. When we're also going to lose. Yeah. Um, the reason why I like this is because it's an optimistic tune. Um, people will kind of hear it and at the end of the day realise it's football as much as we love it as much as we get invested as much as we get emotional about it there's going to be another one let's keep optimistic yep. we'll not cry about this yep. and uh, the cure will uh, the cure will show <laughs> us the way good although i've uh proved it wrong by crying at your party i've ruined everyone's barbecue boys don't cry tim but i am <laughs> uh so what i'm going to offer as the parting act of this barbecue is this is not my hypothesis this is a hypothesis i've stolen from one of my favorite things i found on the internet this year yeah 
The hypothesis is that Walk of Life by Dire Straits is the perfect song to end any movie. Or in fact, anything. If you are listening (laughs) to this and you haven't heard of the Walk of Life project, it's the best thing ever. I did enjoy it when you showed me. Go on www.wolproject.com and you'll find the closing scenes to movies such as 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Blair Witch Project... (laughs) <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> uh, collateral, Dark Knight Rises, Drive, Friends. Drive is brilliant. Uh, the Godfather, Gran Torino, Inception, Jurassic Park, The Lion King. Basically anything. All the big ones. Basically anything you can imagine. The final scene to them with uh, Walk of Life by Dire Straits playing <laughs> over the top. It's the perfect song, and it's so funny. And I love it. Um, so this is my selection for the post-match song because no matter whether England have won or lost or your team have won or lost, you listen to Dire Straits' Walk of Life and it's just the perfect song. <laughs> and I don't need to say any more. Yeah. Whoever came up with this is some kind of evil genius. <laughs> and he's killed it. So we're going to listen to Walk of Life. Go for it. You can't help but sing to that. You can't oh, help but love that. Listen to that for ages. Forever. There's about like 80, uh, I reckon at least 80 things on the Walk of Life Project website. Yeah. Uh, I watched every single one, and despite knowing exactly what was coming in every single one, found it hysterical. If I was going to say... It got more funny than I was going to say, it'll ruin some of your most amazing films, but in, in a way that you'll be annoyed that those songs don't end on that. Yeah. <laughs> that those films don't end on yeah. that song even. I haven't watched any of those films since, but like, oh, one of my favourites... because you don't like any of those films. <laughs> no, one of my one of my favourite films and one of my favourite ones of those is uh, The End of the Truman Show. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> he's going through the door in the sky and like the girl's running down the stairs to go meet him. And he's just like, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and waves. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that one of the drive one is probably one of my favourites. <laughs> the drive one's amazing. <laughs> Just because you know it's so not that in the original. <laughs> I haven't seen like uh, Blair Witch Projects and stuff like that. That'd yep. be interesting. You have to watch them all. They're all so good. So, yeah, people have left the barbecue. And we're done. And that's it. The barbecue's done. The barbecue's done. For now. The Euros the are done one. for another year. Another two years. Another yeah. four years. Although, you know. Still, there's a lot more of the barbecue to come. Uh, barbecue, the Euros to come. Sorry, anyway, I don't know. we're before the Wales game. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, this barbecue was imagining that we're getting knocked out at the end. I feel <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, I guess. I'm not yeah. crying if we lose a group game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I feel like we, let's just wrap it up. Let's just say we're the, in the midst of the Euros. If you're not watching it, watch it because it's the best thing in the world. Apart from the World Cup. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the second best thing in the world. <laughs> um, and there is really nothing more to say at this stage then. Enjoy your barbecues. Enjoy your barbecues. Enjoy your Euros. And come on, England! It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. We'll go on getting back. So I'm getting back. So I'm getting back. So I'm getting back. was fun i hope for you guys that wasn't uh, too much football content mm. also like tim said earlier anyone else listening from any other country good luck with the Come euros on. and uh, we hope you'll end it happy anyway uh thank you so much for listening as always mm-hmm. uh we love you for it you're our heroes keep waving your flags and uh, if you want to get in touch with us, do it all in all places. Hello at trackshow.co.uk, www.trackshow.co.uk, which is very, very out of date, by the way. I can <laughs> <Yeah>. only apologise. <laughs> I had a look the other day. Because uh, I've forgotten what most of the episodes are about, so I'm just like, I don't know what to write for them. I didn't <laughs> we do were it at the time. <laughs> So I was just thinking in my head a little bit, in the brain where you do what you're thinking share this podcast to anybody you think might like it Um, you know we're getting lots and lots of listens we've got we've got lots and lots of people that are interested in us and we love you very much Um, but we want more (laughs) world domination (laughs) Um, yeah especially this one we just want to share more this one might be one that uh, people who aren't necessarily music podcast listeners will be into so it'd be nice we will love you even more honestly if you can prove to us that you've shared this with someone we will send you a personalised message to say thank you so much we love you see you next week see you next week everybody on Tuesday on Tuesday I'm doing a peace sign peace